today we have the privilege to sit down with Carlina, aka Car. Car is known across the GTA and I'm sure far beyond that as your go-to gal. She has been nominated as one of the top 100 women in Canada to look for. She is a serial entrepreneur and she has taken networking really and truly and elevated it to the next level. She's passionate about what she does and she's definitely found her passion and purpose. That's not to say that it didn't come with interruptions. Listen in as Carr speaks about what was interrupting her life, how she found a way to deal with that and look at it in a new way, and how she now takes these two passionate things, the Biz Mixer and Mini K Creations, and is making the life that she's always wanted to live. Welcome to the What's Interrupting Your Life podcast. We are your hosts, Wendy and Hazel, and we are mothers, biz besties, and we both enjoy being by the water for our self-care time. We are on a mission to help women become uninterrupted in their mindset, intimacy, and business. As internal transformation practitioners, we specialize in trauma and business coaching. We personally know the importance of being internally balanced so that you are able to be clear about your goals in order to truly manifest the vision you want. Thank you for listening to What's Interrupting Your Life podcast. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button and write us a review. And don't forget to share it with a friend and tell everyone on Instagram to check out our podcast by screenshotting our podcast cover and tagging us at Big Girl Interrupted. So welcome to our podcast. Thank you for for coming on and having a chat with us. Uh, first of all, so I just want to introduce you very quickly because I'm going to let you take the stage after that. So for those of you that are new, this is What's Interrupting Your Life podcast. I'm Wendy. I'm a co-founder from Big Girl Interrupted. And beside me is Hazel. <laughs> and I'm the other co-founder. <laughs> and then we have Carlina. Carlina is what isn't she? That's probably the big, bigger question. <laughs> she is so many things. Um, and I'm going to let you take the stage and let you introduce yourself, Car. Oh, man. I thought you were going to do it. But anyway, <laughs> I'm, um, I'm a virtual event producer, a co-author, a speaker, but most importantly, a community builder. And I think that is like the vein of all the work that I do. Um, based on my background, working with students and first year students in residence halls, that was kind of my start of bringing people together and when I left that what was my dream career which I might circle back to it when I get a bit older (laughs) um when I left that career I really had to think about what did I really enjoy about that time and it was really the community and bringing people together curating experiences and seeing people build relationships so that was a part of my start and Mm -hmm. since then I've started my event planning company so I've had that for three years now. And the Biz Mixer started like a month after I registered my event company. So the Biz Mixer is a community of creatives and entrepreneurs. We primarily started in the Peel region, so Branson, Mississauga. And over the past 12 months, we've been able to kind of globalize that and kind of meet mm-hmm. a lot of amazing creatives and entrepreneurs across the world. So I'm just getting to practice um, using time zones because there's a lot of different people that engage with our content. So. 
it's been an amazing journey the past three years, just meeting people, telling stories and sharing our platform with awesome people like yourself who like I got to collaborate with as well. So it's mm -hmm. <laughs> first of all, I just want to say the struggle is real with the time zone thing, trying to figure out. <laughs> yeah, it's like what's uh, PST, GMT, EST, yeah. what, what's the time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Trying to figure, navigate that, that is a whole thing on its own for sure. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So one of the things that uh, when I read your bio, I hope everybody checks out your bio, that um, is so interesting to me is that you were a recipient of the top 100 black women in, in to watch in all of Canada in 2020. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? it was honestly totally left field like i till this day still don't know who nominated me so like shout out to you if you're listening. <laughs> um, yeah i was just going through emails and it was like you've been nominated i'm like nominated for what i opened it and it's like you're nominated for the top 100 black women in canada to watch this year and i'm like in a year where my whole industry is completely shut down and i literally just had to figure crap out <laughs> it was like just a reassurance that I was on the right path and and even seeing like the the 99 other amazing women that were making such impact in their own industries and their communities across Canada it was, was such an unreal experience to just be a part of that and the day of the awards ceremony just being able to hear from um you know electives and politicians from the cities it was just I don't know it's, it's still like surreal to me but I think it just really propelled everything that happened in the past year and mm -hmm. really helped me kind of appreciate all of the hard work. Cause I know sometimes it's easy, like you're just, your head's down, you're just doing what you need to do, mm -hmm. things happen. And sometimes we forget to give ourselves those moments to celebrate when we accomplish things. <laughs> so it was my reminder to like accomplish, um, not only accomplish like things on your goal list, but to actually like, give yourself recognition and to celebrate those things. So mm. I remember uh, my friend reaching out to me and saying, hey, we gotta like, you know, do your video, like actually produce it and everything. So we went on like in a park and like produced it. And then I had that feeling of like, should I like even like post this on social? Is it like super braggy? Like, should I just let it happen? Mm. And just having my inner circle saying, no, like, this is a big deal, you gotta post it. And I remember posting and it was like hundreds of comments of people like, telling their story and congratulating me and really like calling like how we met and like, the impact that other people have had being a part of our initiatives. So it was just a reminder to not only to accomplish the goals, but also mm -hmm. to have time to celebrate when you hit those milestones. So next month we gotta be celebrating like like it's nobody's business. Yes. Um, what was my other question to you? So you do two things. You do mini K mini K was mini K creations was your first business. Mm -hmm. And then the biz mixer really and truly has kind of turned into a business almost. I don't know yeah, if you, it you is. agree with that. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it is. I would, I would call it something like a social impact, um, mm. initiative. So something that is really focused on not only bringing like the equity to the ecosystem of young entrepreneurs, especially young entrepreneurs of color, um, and just just really creating that platform, like and just doing so, something different. I think the biggest thing that I found in the pain point, even starting the Biz Mixer, was just really like 
just a different voice. Like I was tired of hearing the same like 10 entrepreneurs talk about their journey and their failures and like what they learned. It's like so many awesome people that are doing amazing things. Like let's create our own lane and change what the business event is like. So that's even why we didn't call it like networking anything. It's like the biz mixer because it's like a mixing of people, of ideas perspectives of things like you can see a rapper at the same place that you like talk about Gary Vee or like you'll hear Soka the same place that you're like talking about email marketing so right really not only reflecting the community so when we think about the Peel region it's very diverse like it's not just one person that represents the whole city so really mm-hmm. being able to showcase the mix of cultures the mix of ideas was a part of right. that too yeah so yeah both businesses are running simultaneously thank goodness there's in similar industries and i'm doing similar work um, <laughs> but yeah so they both pretty much started around the same time and i think one kind of fueled the other so starting the event company was great and it was when i was talking to my facilitator she was like what do you, what do you want to do that's different or like what are you going to do to set up your own lane i'm like well not many event planners actually like hosting or being on stage right. so let me get into that strength that I have and be able to showcase that I can do both. So it's been great. Yeah, it's been fun. And if I, and if I can say, you do it very well. So. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's not been or knows about the Biz Mixer and if you're in the Peel, I mean, you don't have to technically be in the Peel region. Do you have to be? Everything's to be online. Yeah, we're still virtual. So you're welcome to join, whether you're in the UK, Tanzania and Africa, California, whatever time zone you're in. So you don't even have to be in the GTA. No. (laughs) We've had speakers that have come and they've literally been on the call until like two in the morning. I'm like, oh my goodness, why didn't you tell me that the time zone was so horrible? But yeah, so um, yeah, anywhere around the world you can engage in what we're doing. So yeah. And it's a really great place to connect with people because I know we've connected with a lot of great people. Yes, we have. So So, mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> the, like, congratulations we did it y'all Yay. <laughs> so um we have a couple of questions that we always ask ask because the, the the podcast is about what's interrupting your life so are you ready i think so <laughs> all right maybe we'll maybe we'll dig your area a few in there that you weren't expecting <laughs> i like i like to be honest with you i didn't even really read the questions because i like the element yes. of surprise so perfect okay <laughs> yeah. so our, our our question always is what was or is currently interrupting your life Ooh, that's a good question i would say like defining and upholding boundaries and it's mm. when they say you learn the lesson until you learn the lesson I'm still learning that lesson. I'm like, haven't I learned this lesson yet? It's been 10 years, but like you continue to get the lesson until you get it right. Right. Yeah. So true. (laughs) So true. So what, what kind of brought this, what made you realize that that was an interruption? Was there something defining for you or? Yeah, I think stepping away from my career, it was a compound of being a huge carer, someone who really cared about what was going on in people's lives. And I had, you know, over 300 students that I was technically responsible for and 300, well, 600 parents <laughs> that were expecting me to make sure that their children made it through the semester. So it was a lot of pressure, but it was in an industry that I love. So I found that 
I would really take on a lot of what my students were going through and I would, you know, go above and beyond. And sometimes that meant like, I would get calls at two in the morning and then I'd still have to go into work like four hours later. (laughs) So it was like being in a situation or an environment where because I didn't learn how to create appropriate boundaries and hold them, my students didn't learn that. They didn't learn what my boundaries were because I didn't really have any, which Mm -hmm. led to burnout and mental health um, concerns. And I was having panic attacks every day because of the stress and because I just didn't know how to turn off. I didn't know how to really create really great boundaries that helped me be productive, but also fill the most side. So yeah, that was what it was. It's just, I didn't have good boundaries. So it just unfortunately led to me having to leave my career to take care of my mental health and kind of start over in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And then I found starting entrepreneurship, you know, you're super excited about the initiatives that you have. And I was still learning the same lesson, especially being in an industry like events where like your clients sometimes expect to hear from you all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. Like, right away. Here. So, yeah, it's a very demanding field, I would imagine, very, right? Well, clearly, I like challenges because I went from one demanding field to another. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the challenge. Um, so yeah, it was just a lesson that I continued to have to learn, and I still learn. And I'm kind of, I guess, getting a little bit better. I'd like to say, I guess, like when you hit another milestone, um, you kind of learn a lot more about yourself. So um since then i've i have a va now so she helps me create boundaries good job <laughs> that's awesome yeah, yeah. like really and- yeah and i was saying and just really being intentional about like your time like what are your energy levels like do i want to be doing meetings at 9 a.m no so i'm not going to let people book meetings with me at 9 a.m like do i want to work on a monday not really so i don't book certain things on certain days and just really getting in tune with what when do you do your best work and how do you do your best work and who do you do your best work with because yeah, that was yeah. thing, like boundaries of like what clients i want to work with again or who do i want to work with or what type of event do i want to do who do i want to collaborate with so just a lot of self-awareness and knowing the boundaries you have to put in place and standing by them because i find it's kind of like the kids when they go to the grocery store and they ask for something and you're like, no, 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 not, no candy before dinner. And then they, they nag and nag and nag. And by the time they get to the, the cash out, you're giving them smarties. So they know if I ask enough, you'll say yes. Right. Really so, you know, it. what I call that is uh, I would tell my son, you cannot annoy me into submission. So just stop. <laughs> that is a, yeah. Everyone that is, that is applicable across every part of your life. <laughs> you, mm-hmm. you, you cannot annoy me into submission. Yeah, I love that. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because they, they know. I mind you, I also had a big temper tantrum in the store beside him and embarrassed him. So he was like, all right, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> that was more embarrassing for me. Good grief. <laughs> so where are you in the process of all of that happening now? Uh, just trying to be more intentional. And knowing what my what my boundaries are in terms of when I'm getting close to the edge. So with people that can probably relate to when you deal with anxiety or any mental health concern, um, especially burnout, which is something I've experienced mm. multiple times, you become more susceptible to it the next time. So really just being aware of when am I getting close to my breaking point and how can I right. reel myself in from the cliff is essentially what it is right. so being very 
noticeable like when am i getting super irritable when am i getting angry really easily like like what are those emotions that i'm feeling and just being mindful of that and then what do i need to do to resolve that or prevent myself from getting close to the edge so so a lot of checking in with yourself it sounds like yeah it's like why do i feel having that internal narrative like you we need to have that Mm -hmm. right so yeah (laughs) it's really important yeah so i love that you are clear are getting clear on that and i think for some of us that takes a lifetime for that to happen and you know you're still you're still pretty you're still a young a young chick (laughs) (laughs) but you know you know what it is right but i think because i have a therapy degree i don't use it like traditionally but i think that was one thing that was so annoying that our professors made us do every week we had to do like weekly journals of like how we were feeling what our beliefs and values were where did your beliefs come from but as much as that exercise was annoying i think now it helps so much in your personal life and just being self-aware at all times and knowing how to unpack your emotions is like mm-hmm. an important skill that we all need to learn how to do 100 percent and do you find do you find then i i find it interesting that you have a uh, background in therapy and you ended up in the field that you're in so do you find that they correlate on any, on any level and how, and where do they correlate if if they do yeah i think when you're working with humans mm-hmm. you can always pull from human development <laughs> <laughs> anytime you're with humans that have different perspectives different life experience it's always beneficial and it's part of the reason why I kind of transitioned out of weddings because I was like, I'm using my therapy degree a lot and I'm not getting paid as a therapist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh I could imagine you would have to use your therapy degree a lot. Yeah, a lot of mediation, a lot of mediation. Yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. So you have a VA now, you've put some stuff in place, you're, you, you're really, you're doing well with your self-talk and all of that and checking in with yourself. Not, you're not letting yourself go over the edge. You know, I guess the goal is now to continue to move back from the edge as far as possible. Mm-hmm. So how's your life really changed in in addressing that interruption and acknowledging it? I like feel so much better when I'm working now because I don't mm. feel like I'm at the mercy of my client. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm. I'm working with people that are more in alignment with what I want to accomplish or like the type of events I want to execute. But I think that comes from really being true to who you are and not being afraid of who that will deter. Like once you get to know yourself and you're very strong in your own voice, people are attracted to what resonates to them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That was beautifully said. Yes. I have a question, Carlina. Yes. Um, so now that you've created all this balance in your life, what does a, a balanced Carlina day look like? with the VA and everything. Oh, okay. So the balance day looks like I take most of my emails in my bed until 12. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I have a meeting at 11, I will probably come to this little spot here at my desk and I'll most likely be wearing sweatpants. But for the most part, I try to ease into my day, even if that means I'm, you know, checking in on my social media or my emails for the day. I tend to try and do that from the comfort of 
my bed if I can. Right. You know, sometimes people are like, oh, you shouldn't check your phone right when you wake up. Um, I probably shouldn't, but it's something that I'm still working on. But I found that even doing those things from a calm place actually helped me ease into the day calm, calmly. Mm. So yeah, so starting that off, I typically fast until about 11.30 noon. So I'll go downstairs and have my tea or coffee and then just kind of ease into the day and blocking off like at least a few hour time slots where I take that to either have a meal or just like leave my devices upstairs and just watch a show or go on a walk. So even when it comes to like booking your meetings, like giving yourself at least half an hour to an hour in between, yeah. you can like reconnect recalibrate figure out what your meeting's even about but I think just not necessarily specific things but just trying to have, incorporate more calmness to the work mm. right so mm. as comfortable as you can be and if I can answer emails from my bed I'm doing it so. <laughs> I know somebody else where her bed is her favorite place to do stuff from <laughs> yeah and then the flip, right the flip side of that is like the more creative tasks like the more hard-working tasks I find that I have to change my space like I'll have yes. to be or in a different space to create so just mm -hmm. that too like what tasks can you do in certain spaces of your home and emphasizing that and kind of using that to your advantage so yeah yeah Beautiful. You know, one of my things, because I'm like you, I, I social media in the first thing in the morning, I've put in some routines, but what I've done is I've tricked myself. So while I'm list checking social media and interacting first thing in the morning, I have the calm music playing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it doesn't get me so like, you know, revved up. Um, and I've noticed that helps. That has mm -hmm. helped a whole lot to bring, just allow me. And I just make, as I go through my morning, I continue the, the calm music playing. And it's helped to transition. It's a difference, right? Yeah. Because then you don't feel so anxious about doing those tasks because you're mm -hmm. like tricking your mind into thinking, oh, this is something that is calming for me. Like it's yes. not something that makes me anxious or stressed. Mm -hmm. Then all those things don't become a stressor, stressor as much. So that's super smart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what are your next moves, Miss Carlina? Oh, next moves. There's a lot of moves, but I guess the one move that I can mention. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we just launched the 30 humans 30 lives so it's gonna take us about and i i, I make the pause every time because every time i say it it just sounds like such insanity <laughs> every time i mention it you're like like why would you do that to yourself i'm like because who else is doing it there's stories to be told <laughs> um yeah so we're launching that april 7th and it's going to be focused on telling the stories of 30 change makers creatives and entrepreneurs in our community whether that's local or global um, and I don't know, the applications are open and it's been cool, like reading people's stories and where they've come from and the initiatives. And I think that's really been the heart of all that we do at the Biz Mixer is really being able to be a platform that tells really cool stories of amazing people who we haven't mm. So I mean, I'm excited to be leading that, to be able to meet a lot of new individuals that I haven't met as yet and to get the community to engage with them. And it's a really great opportunity that we've seen through the series, um, the community series that we typically do on the Instagram page is really just the impact that it makes. Like people will connect and then it's like, oh yeah, like I got a client or I got to collaborate on something and like being on the platform has actually benefited the business and has impacted the audience by way of like what we stories that we share and tips that we 
will share on the live. So I like that it impacts not only the person being interviewed, but the audience as well are gaining something. So mm -hmm. that knowledge exchange um, that happens, which is really, really cool. I like, I actually enjoy watching um, when I can do it, watch it live. I'll watch it live. Yeah. And then when I'm, I, I always watch the replay. But, <laughs> um, that series, um, Meet the Community series, who was, like, who's your number one uh, interviewer that you enjoy interview? You can say that you've enjoyed interviewing on that series. Oh, that's a tough <laughs> one. You're going to yeah. create enemies for me. <laughs> there's, like 40, there's like 45 episodes. Like I know. One. Oh, there's so many. Um, I would say, honestly, the one that was really stuck out to me was when it wasn't planned and Miss Rhea interviewed me. Oh. You can go back and find it. But there were some tears. Um, it was a very transparent moment. It was kind of like a moment over the past year where I was kind of burning out and I was kind of like, man, I'm putting in a lot of work. I'm so tired. Mm -hmm. And like everything that's going on on the outside is just like getting me down and I don't have the strength to kind of push through. Mm -hmm. so that was like an interesting conversation that we had. And just to even have people that were in the comments were, you know, resonating with the conversation. And I don't know, it was just like such a beautiful, ugly mess. <laughs> you want to see me ugly cry. <laughs> Those are the best conversations though. Huh? Those are the best conversations. Yeah, yeah it wasn't yeah. fun. It was literally like, get on live right now. Like, what you're talking to me about on the phone right now needs to be heard. You need to share this and you need to engage people because there's people that are going through the similar struggle that you are. And it was just such a release. And I think that's why even what you're doing here with the podcast is so important because it's like these stories, people need to hear themselves and somebody else. And it helps the conversations and people not feeling so to themselves. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Expect, like, especially in current times, right? When we're all kind of living in our own little islands. Yeah. You know, the isolation uh, is real. Yes. Um, and, you know, I think there's a lot, a lot of lonely people out there that think that they're struggling by themselves. Exactly. And it's funny that you that this actually has come up because just today on TikTok, which I love, <laughs> um, somebody sent me a video today and it, she was asking for help. She was saying, you know, I'm really struggling. Any little bit of advice would be helpful. And to me, that's so brave, right? Because so many people would just sit in silence. And, uh, and then there was another one that just basically said, you know, we all talk about mental health. And then when somebody talks about it, you, we say that they're being, they're, they're talking too much. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, uh, I, I want to get what you said. It was that we, um, we mourn suicide, but we, we stigmatize mental health. Yeah. Yep. Right. So it you is, can't have it both ways. <laughs> you can't. It's and like working, having worked with students and seeing students go through that, a lot of the time yeah. they're suppressing because mm -hmm. they don't feel like they have a space where people are going to be accepting. It's it's as simple as when you ask someone how they're doing and like yeah. you default to like, oh, I'm good. Everything, everything's fine. Yeah. And then you find out later on that like, this person's been struggling with this thing, but they just didn't feel like they didn't want to inconvenience someone or make someone uncomfortable. So I think having mm -hmm. these conversations helps normalize being uncomfortable, but what can happen through that. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> And I appreciate, and you know what, 
I feel like you provide that space for people to be able to, it takes a certain kind of person to be able to provide that mm -hmm. feeling of safety, right? And you do that for people, Car. So well done. And I'm glad that you are also using your voice to say that you're not feeling when you weren't feeling well. Mm -hmm. So important. Yeah, so important, guys. It's so important to have those conversations and just own it. Somebody out there is feeling just like you and somebody out there has felt like you and can help. So so where can people find your beautiful face? <laughs> you can find me on the interwebs. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us over on the Biz Mixer on Instagram, um, events.thebizmixer.com if you want to find out more about our mission and join the conversation through email. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find us. And then if you look hard enough, you'll find my personal page, but we're talking about the community today, so I'll do some homework. But yeah, that's where you can find me. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and then the main hub for our community is over on Instagram at the Biz Mixer. Yeah. And of course, the link's going to be down in the bio here. Yeah. <laughs> All of the connects to connect with her is down in the show notes at the bottom. Yeah. Come join us. It's the most fun you're going to have in these digital streets in one place. So, digital <laughs> streets. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So, Carlina, the way we like to wrap our interviews up is by asking three thought provoking and wrap it up um, questions. Okay. So the first one, are you ready? Okay, let me do I, I'm gonna stretch. <laughs> okay. I'm all stretched out, folks, for those who are listening. <laughs> okay, question number one. What is one strategy that you would recommend to women who are currently experiencing interruption in their life? Accept the interruption. Sit with it, find a solution. Mm, beautiful. I love that. Number two. Who's want someone that inspires you? See, I was gonna say my mom, so I'm just gonna stick with my mom. Yeah, I was <laughs> expecting. That's what I was expecting to hear. Just so you know, See, I knew you were expecting to hear biz mama. But if there was no biz mixer mama, there would be no biz mixers. So right, that's very true. So and she's a pretty cool lady. I can't say yeah. you can't argue with that. And it's still <laughs> women's month. Mother's Day <laughs> coming up. So yeah, biz mama gets all the props. Biz mama gets all the props. <laughs> And question number three, what is a non-negotiable in your life? Not respecting boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> non-negotiable. Yes. That's for you. <laughs> so now, like if you take your if you look at Carlina internally now, how does she feel in regards to all the things that she's put in put in place? Um the boundaries that she set, you know, for herself and others around her. How does she feel today? Like what was, what would be one word to describe that internal feeling? Fulfilled. Oh, great word. Beautiful. Yeah. Perfect. Amazing. Well, you can see it. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today, Car. It's always a pleasure. Um, everybody, if you haven't checked out the biz mixer yet and you're an entrepreneur or a creative, it's definitely a place you want to go and check out. It is so powerful to hear other women's stories. There is no shame in asking for help when you need it. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode of what's interrupting your life podcast. 
it's always a reassuring feeling to know that you are not alone in your journey of interruptions in your life. If you are ready to kickstart your journey to becoming uninterrupted, then click the link in the show notes to book a discovery call with Wendy or myself, Hazel. We have over 30 years experience in the social service field and helping women to really understand what it means to live a life as your true authentic self. So don't hesitate to reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. Once again, thank you for joining us. Every Friday, we release a new episode that you don't want to miss. So subscribe to our podcast. And of course, we know that you know someone who would benefit from today's topic. So be sure to share it with them. We would love and appreciate it if you would tell everyone on Instagram by screenshotting our profile picture and tagging us at Big Girl Interrupted. And don't forget to leave us a comment and hit subscribe. Remember, you are enough.